Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. And here we are, fresh into 2023 on Jumping In. As we head into 2023, this is part two of our look back at the best of 2022 here on Jumping In, of course, with myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, just six months before I stopped putting 2022 on checks. Not that we use those very much anymore. Welcome to this week's show, indeed the first of 23, where we round up our selection with some of the best 22 had to offer. And if you're counting, there's just 358 days before the next one, so you've got plenty your time to save up. Always assuming you've finished paying for this one. So, what was your first foot through the door for you, H, and did they remember the coal? <laughs> yeah, it would have been nice. It would have been nice to have Charles Lloyd being a first footer. Really enjoyed his three albums that coming out in 2022. The trio of trios. Got to get one of those in there, at least. The next door. It could have been the first footer as well. Julia Hussman, really fine stuff. And uh, you know what? I think I might have an old more ECM with a bit of Avishai Cohen. And for me, well, we're unseasonably early. We're in a hurry to work. We're on the boil and to kick off the new year, we're stuck in the mud with Yunishiyama and her big band. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
Lotus in the Mud, the title track from the stunning debut from New York-based saxophonist, composer and band leader Yu Nishiyama, originally from Japan, no surprises there, where she studied piano at the age of five and only took up the sax age 14 in a classical orchestral vein before carrying on her studies, getting a degree in sax, op- in sax playing in the States and a master's in composition. In uh, the track we just heard, we heard sax solos by Alex Dalazan and then trumpet by Dave Trapani. And if you're wondering where the title comes from, a lotus in the mud is based on the Japanese Buddhist saying, Daishu no Hashisu. Of course. The lotus blooms better if the mud is dirtier. Nashiyama explained, she said, Normally I don't show my emotions to people, but I feel I can express them through music. And I think this album really shows my personality, revealing who I am. Very good. Looking forward to more from her. Yes, that will be a great band to see live. Uh, this band is a great band to see live as well. We know for a fact, because we've seen it, uh, Julia Hulsman with her quartet. We were lucky enough to see her a couple of years ago at uh, London Jazz Festival. Also do an interview, which you'll have heard here, of course, on Jumping In, and a really lovely woman as well. She said, oh, yes, of course, no problem. Came and chatted and laughed away and uh, was uh, terrific fun, did a sting for the show and all the rest of it. She had a new one out uh, relatively early on in 2022, and I certainly put it onto my list for best of quite early on, in as much as as one of two, I think, this evening we can get them in. It embodied that old world quality of ECM, which I've enjoyed for so long on that fantastic label. Spacious, ethereal, slightly otherworldly, but really, really respecting the jazz tradition. And from the album, uh, the next door, we'll hear the first track, as it turns out, Empty Hands.
Lovely stuff. Enjoying that lot. Empty Hands, the Julia Hultzman Quartet. That's a Julia on the piano. I believe she pronounces Julia rather than Julia, but of course it's spelled Julia. Uh, with her long-time quartet, who's done at least a couple of albums now, I think. Uh, the last time we saw her, she was doing Not Far From Here, which is also well worth checking out. Uli Kempendorf on a tenor sax added to the basic trio she used to have. Made a great difference, I think. It's brought a lot more sort of depth and has added, really has made a, a good trio into a great quartet. Mark Mulber on double bass and uh, Heinrich Kerbling on the drums, very subtle drummer in the background there. And as I say, I mean, we've been great fans of the ECM label for a long time. Of late, we sometimes keep thinking, oh, maybe there's not as much ECM which sort of touches the soul as much as when we first started listening. Maybe that's age, I don't know. But there's been two or three releases this year, and I've picked one or two for my best, because they really, for me, have touched that sort of old world, old school feeling of ECM, which I've enjoyed so much, a sort of, a, as I say, a nod to the ethereal, a nod to some modal jazz, and a nod perhaps to a little bit of minimalism as well. Great stuff. And as you say, she was very, very happy to have an interview and great fun too. Now, 2022 was also a fantastic year for archive material being unearthed. And this next one is a cracker. Taken from On a Clear Day, the Oscar Peterson Trio live in Zurich, here's Richard Rogers, Younger Than Springtime from South Pacific, giving a swinging treatment from Oscar, caught here at the top of his form. Thank you. 
Younger than springtime, given the inimitable Peterson treatment to a very, very receptive audience in uh, recorded back in Zurich in 1971. And what a trio. Uh, Niels Henning, Austin Pennison on the bass, Louis Hayes at the drums. And uh, yes, this is actually the first time it's been released. And in fact, only the second recording of this particular trio and the only live example. And in any case, any new Oscar Peterson is well worth grabbing, particularly when it's as good as this. Terrific stuff. Never go wrong with a bit of Oscar, it has to be said, and uh, always a joy. I was looking, I had, we might squeeze in a bit of Mingus if we've got time today, because that was another re-release, or at least a, a reissue, I say reissue, an archive recording coming out now for the first time, rather than a reissue is what I should say, where Mingus, the Lost Tapes Live from a Ronnie Scott, which is a great one. This one is one of three marvellous ones that came out from the ever-young... Charles Lloyd, a trio of trios, all wonderful, all different, as you can imagine. Difficult to choose where, where to go, so I went back to the beginning of the first one he brought out in the first third of the year. Trios, Charles Lloyd, Chapel, Bill Frizzell, Thomas Morgan, and this is Blood Count. <laughs> Thank you. 
Terrific stuff. Charles Lloyd, the first of his trio of trios, which was called Trio Chapel. Bill Frizzell, uh, unmistakable, I think, pretty much on guitar. And his uh, longtime partner, they've done two or three on ECM as well, Thomas Morgan, one of the sort of most tasteful, laid back, and, and ethereal, or at least 
academic sounding bass players I think on the New York scene always really thoughtful Thomas he can swing but it's always that great sort of thought behind all his playings if he thinks about every note I think wonderful bass player and like I said they've done a couple just as a duo Bill Frizzell and Thomas Morgan well worth checking out as well any of those trios I think I could have played is this my favourite? I don't know it was almost a dip 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 and I haven't really had a chance to listen to the Zakia Hussein and Julian Large one yet thoroughly to give it a full, uh, a full chance but the late ones are always the way, isn't it? The ones earlier in the year you've been listening to for months and the ones later in the year you've only had a chance to listen to for a couple of weeks. Yes, well, I'm thinking some of my later in the years are going to go into next year's or this year's rather choices simply because we haven't aired them at all yet. Now, a firm favourite of mine and in fact a regular on the show and the only one to make it twice into my list is the Russian-born but for the last 30 years New York-based trumpeter and composer Alex Sapaygin with some 25 titles in his own name, countless sessions recorded with Mingus Big Band, Dave Holland, Kid Dave Kikoski, Mike Michael Breckless, Quindec Tech, Shalia Suris, Multiquarium Big Band, and many, many mothers. It's perhaps surprising this is only his second recording for the Positone record label, who are garnering comparisons with classic Blue Note-era recordings due to their liking for hard bop and post-bop. Well, he certainly swings. Here's Rush Hour.
Hello, I'm Jasper from Phoenicis. You're listening to Manx Radio with Chris and H. our ties with one another, to have become strangers and even enemies of one another, competitors. We've lost a lot of our spirit. We have so much to rediscover. There are so many creative energies that are part of human history that have been lost because we've been suing the almighty dollar. We haven't recognized at what expense we've done that. The expense not only of the earth, not only of people of color, but of our own souls. that we have the capacity within us to create the world anew. change our philosophy by responding to and really trying to understand what's happening. 
what time it is on the clock of the world. bit of a sudden ending there because it does fade onto that's one of those ones where it all programs together clock of the world jasper hoiby from his album which came out in 2022 which was all about the planet i mean jasper is very much he's a very what's the word principled guy i guess and he's very very much into the sort of the rape of the world that's been going on and climate change and the fact that we're really not looking after what we've got here. And he's very principled about it. And he's, for many a year now, I think that's been foremost and has spoken, he's spoken about it through his language and through his musical language on his bass. And uh, this was something he'd done in this latest album on Edition Records, Clock of the World. Lots of samples of people talking about the various issues we have with climate change, with environmental problems, with pollution of the earth and such like. Wonderful stuff. Uh, put together very well and thought something a bit different, I thought. And as those sort of protest albums go, I thought it was really most enjoyable. And that one actually did make me sit up and listen when I heard it the first time in the car. Really good. And again, a really nice guy. We've got a great piece coming up with him. We recorded this year uh, just after uh, that gig uh, down at the London Jazz Festival. And he's another one who's always got a smile and is always keen to make time to come and talk to us, which uh, is a thought up in our book. Absolutely. And uh, prior to that, we had Rush Hour taken from the latest release from trumpet maestro Alex Sipayagin. As a child in Russia, Alex was immersed in classical music and only came to jazz by chance, he says, when listening to a friend's mixtape when he was completely enraptured by Lee Morgan's The Sidewinder without knowing who it was or indeed which album it came from. Well, I'm glad for one that he took the time to find out what it was. The quintet's made up with the stellar house musicians on the Positone label, Art Hirahara on piano, Boris Kozolov on bass, Rudy Royston on the drum, and saxophonist Diego Rivera joining Alex in the front line. Ascent to the Blues is out now, and thanks to Positone for sending us a copy. Terrific stuff. I promised you a little bit more ECM with that fantastic, classic, old-school ECM sound. This one definitely ticked it for me. Avishai Cohen with an album that came out actually in the first half of the year, I think. And this is Naked Truth Part 2.
ticking that old school ECM box of, again for me in 2022. Avishai Cohen, no, not that one, the trumpeter. Yes, I know there's too many Avishai Cohens around and they're all brilliant players. Uh, Avishai on piano, Barak Mari bass, Ziv Ravitz on drums. And came out of lockdown that one. He had these little sort of melodies, these ideas, and they went into the studio and rather like his sound on muted trumpet there as well. That's sort of going in and just improvising over sort of the base, most basic of motifs and seeing what you come up with. And I think if you're skilled enough, you come up with little gems like that. Naked Truth on ECM, brilliant. Fantastic stuff, and all of his are good. And indeed, I think quite a classic year for ECM, including the Mark Turner, which we didn't fit in tonight. Yeah, but so that many. about winds up this edition of the best of 2022. Of course, as a regular listener, you'll know it's all good, and we could have filled many hours with favourites. But for now, we've just got time to fit in a disc that has oft sat on repeat in the car, as it is so full of joy and exuberant playing. And that Cohen's Quartetino, where she decided to forego her sax and release an album purely embracing her love of the clarinet with Victor Gonzalez on piano, Talma Sejic on bass, James Ship on vibes, percussion and various electronics. Here they are with an energetic, energetic rendering of Egberto Gismonte's Frivo. See you next week. Be good. Into 2023 we go. Take care. <laughs>